You're listening to Confidence Looks Good on You Girl. My name is Crystal Morgan, and as a certified self-confidence coach, I help women make confident their new normal. If insecurity, doubt, and uncertainty seem to be your only friends lately, then this podcast is for you. Learn how to make confidence your new best friend. Let's do it. Why, hello there. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to talk to you about today's topic um, because it's going to be super simple, but it's going to be so tangible for you that you could take what I'm going to tell you here in the next maybe like 10 minutes and you can start applying it to your life and start practicing it. And I think what you're going to see on the other side is a part of your brain that you've maybe never engaged with but is going to produce so much fruit towards your confidence that you're going to be like, I did not know this could be so simple. So I am looking forward to talking to you about that. But before I talk to you about our topic today, quick reminder for you, if you have been wanting to get into one of my workshops, my next free one that I am offering is on June 22nd at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I will put the link to register for it in the notes, but it's going to be about secrets to feeling like you're good enough for those of you guys that are new. And maybe this is your first time listening to me. I am the self-confidence coach for women who want to feel like they're good enough. I want you to be bold. I want you to take risks. I want you to know that you have the power to go out and to feel comfortable enough with yourself to be able to say, I'm going to go out there, do some things, meet some people, um, you know, do that career change, finally start that business I want to start, finally tell my boyfriend that I love him or that we're breaking up. (laughs) Whatever it is that you want to do with your life, I want you to be able to go and do it. And so um, a large part of that that gets in the way when I talk to women, it's like, I just don't feel like I'm good enough to be able to be single again or to be in an amazing relationship or to make, you know, the kind of money that I want to make. And I want to end that conversation and allow you to start embracing who you are so that you can go off and do those things. So don't miss out June 22nd, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time, and link will be in the show notes for you to register for that. Okay, I can't wait to see you there. Now on to today's topic. Today I want to talk to you about powerful questions. Powerful questions. Okay, one of the things that I used to do, and I'm sure this happens to you, and this is where I'm talking about it, is that I would find myself unhappy with who I was on any given day, right? And the choices that I was making in my life. And I was curious about why that was the case. But I couldn't seem to figure it out. It'd be like, I'm miserable, but why am I miserable? What's contributing to this? At first, I would think it was my job, and then I changed jobs. Nope, still unhappy. Then I think it was a certain person, so I would avoid them or boot them out of my life or at least kind of emotionally shut down or distance myself from them, thinking that that would be helpful. But I'd be like, nope, did that still unhappy? Maybe it's where I live. Maybe I need to like move states or I'm in the wrong house or who knows, right? Maybe I'm just a screw up. I wasn't really sure what it was. And earlier this week, I was thinking back on what most of my internal questioning and dialogue was um, during that time in my life where I truly believed that. And I started thinking about what my internal questioning is now and wanted to share it with you so that 
you know, what I noticed so that instead of you asking yourself questions that keep you feeling insecure and uncertain, you can start focusing on asking yourself questions that help you feel more powerful and confident so you can actually move forward. Questions are important because our brains are like big computers. When you want to find information about yourself, about your world, about what you're trying to achieve, whenever you start having that internal internal conversation with yourself, you, you basically ask your brain to find it for you. Like Google, right? When you want to know something, you ask it and it spits out the information. And its goal is simply that. You asked me about shoes. Here's everything I have in my database about shoes. And what comes up first is normally going to be whatever your preferences kind of look like, maybe recent searches, anything that it can kind of find out information about you, what you've kind of done before in the past, you know? And even in our everyday lives, like this is what it looks like. It's your thought of, oh, I wonder where my keys are. Your brain will go, oh, I put them down over there. And then, you know, if you're like me, like a lot of other people, you have a little flash come across your brain where there's a picture of where you put it on the counter or wherever. Happens super fast. And you're like, oh, there, that's where my keys are. You know, what should I eat right now? And your brain will kind of go, well, lately we've gotten a lot of endorphins from that chocolate cake that you bought earlier this week. Maybe we should go with that. Your mind is always ready to offer you an answer to a question that you have. You pick a topic. It's like, oh, here we go. I have information on that topic. For your brain, the answers are typically given to you based on past habits. Because while your brain is this powerful computer, it also likes to keep it easy. It doesn't really want to work very hard. It's like, I want to go on autopilot. I want to have as many moments as those are possible. So when you ask me a question, I can give you an easy answer. Meaning that it's an answer that I've given you so many times because you've asked it so many times that you don't even really question it anymore. You don't question the answer itself which I can understand. It's always nice to be in a relaxing mode when you feel like you don't need to work your brain very hard, right? Because the only time our brains work hard is when we're introducing new information. That's when it kind of feels like, oh, this is really tedious. I'm learning a new math, you know, a new math problem, or I'm learning how to drive, or I'm learning whatever. That's your brain kind of going like, I'm trying to learn, like, like pick up a whole new bunch of new information. Um, Or if you try to brush your teeth with your left hand when you normally do it with your right right? Like it's very possible. It's just working a little harder. Now, this functionality of our brains, just kind of spitting out information and giving us information quickly is really great, but it can work against you if you keep telling your brain to look for information that doesn't help you to move forward towards the direction that you want to go in. If you want to have at the top of your mind, for example, how awesome you look in a bikini, But you keep asking your brain, why don't I look good in a bikini? You're not going to get an answer that's really helpful, at least probably not the one that you want. Your brain thinks it's helping. Your brain isn't worried about your self-esteem. It just wants to answer the question that you posed. So it will go, oh, look, I see that normally when you ask me this question, our most common response is because I look fat in this. So that must be the right one. Here you go. Right? And then you just go with it. And so you find yourself having gotten to your goal weight or at least really close to it. And for some reason, you look at that bikini and you look at yourself in that bikini and you still think, I don't look good in this bikini. Because you are kept asking your brain that one question. Why don't I look good in this thing? (laughs) Your mind is not trying to hurt you. 
It's just spitting back information that you've asked it to look for. And you've deposited that information. You can think of it as kind of like filing cabinets. You've put a little folder in there. And some years ago, you had an original thought of this doesn't look good for whatever reason. And it goes, oh, let's store that one. I'll put that in there. So every time we talk about a bikini or you think about a bikini, we will go to this file cabinet and pull out, we don't look good in a bikini. So anytime you ask the question, why don't I look good in a bikini? Oh, here's that cabinet. Here you go. So what do you do? Right? How do we how do we address this? Simply, you ask your mind to start looking for new information or a different file cabinet to look in. If the filing cabinet that's labeled bikini had several folders in it, some said you look great in a bikini and some say you look horrible in a bikini. If you don't want your brain to keep looking into the folder of you don't look great, then it'd be better to start having it look for the folder of you look great, right? Just because you haven't asked that question doesn't mean that the answer doesn't exist. It just means you've never asked your brain to look for it. In order to do that, you've got to start asking the questions that you want answers that are actually going to build your confidence or build your self-esteem. I want you to start considering that a big part of the reason that you haven't been able to really move into being more confident is because you've been telling your mind to look under the wrong filing cabinet. And imagine if you you just started looking under the right one. What if it was that simple? To just start asking your brain to look for information that would help you build your self-esteem instead of destroy it. Now, I want to tell you some of the questions that I found came up often for me and that I just found to be not helpful. I thought that they were very innocent, but they were the most predominant thoughts that came up, I would say, throughout the day. And my mind just kept looking for the answers in all the wrong places. But here are my top four I'll give you that I noticed for myself. What's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why can't I change? And when will I change? I ask myself those questions all the time. What's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why can't I change? When will I change? And sometimes what happens is we get so used to our own internal thinking patterns that we think that those questions are rhetorical. Like we think that we're not answering them. Like all you cognizantly may be able to connect to in this moment is the question of, yeah, I can totally identify with that. I do ask, I do have this thought of like, man, what's wrong with me? But you know, you, you never actually really think about the answer that's coming behind it, right? I know I didn't. But our brains do have that answer. You've just gotten so used to hearing it that it almost seems like a dull drum in the back of your mind. So for me, it was if I'm asking the question, what's wrong with me? My brain would say, you're damaged because of the sexual abuse you had when you were younger. And so now nobody really wants to be around you or wants you. Not for real. They only pretend to be around you. When I would ask myself the question, why am I like this? My brain would say, because you're so damaged, you're not like other people. Other people know how to live life. They've got this down. You don't. Sorry. When I'd ask myself, why can't I change? My brain would say, you can't change because you're not meant to change. 
You're not fixable. So you're better off just using your energy to just pretend like you're everybody else. When I'd have my, when I'd ask my, my brain the question, when will I change? My brain would say, oh, that's never going to happen. You've been trying for years and it hasn't happened yet. So don't worry about it. It's fine. Those answers always led to my mind, looking for all the reasons I wasn't good enough, all the reasons I should just not want to continue engaging in life, all the reasons I should really just not even ask for help. And then I would forget to even entertain the possibility that I might just be wrong. Those answers from those filing cabinets just might not be the answers that I should be looking for. Not entertaining the possibility that I could be wrong about what I think about myself. So what are questions that I found that have helped move my brain towards confidence? I'm going to tell you them right now. Get out a piece of paper. Save this episode if you need to come back to it. I'll give you my top 10. Number one. And I want you to ask, I want you to, when I do this, I want you to really put in and ask yourself these questions. Okay? Ask yourself this. If you knew that what you wanted to achieve was possible, what would you do right now? Number two, what are options that you have that you haven't considered yet? Number three, the most confident version of you, what would she do right now? Number four, what would you do or say if you believed that failure was good for you and not bad for you? Number five, if your hero were to walk right in front of you and she gave you advice on your current situation, what would she say? Number six, if you trusted yourself 1000%, how would you move forward? Number seven, what if the negative things you think about yourself were untrue? What would you then decide to believe about yourself? Number eight, if unconditional love became a person and stood right in front of you, what would it say about you? Number nine, if you promised to never judge yourself again, what would you do? Number 10, If you knew you were safe from criticism, what would you want people to know about you? What all of these questions have in common is that instead of asking your brain to find all the things you think are a problem, you're asking it to find alternatives to how you see yourself, how you see your choices, how you see your own potential. Because you have potential. You don't have to let your mind run the show. All those filing cabinets, so to speak, in your mind are all filled with information that you got from someone else, you know, other people's opinions, TV, culture, all things you accumulated over the years to file away as potential answers for your brain to fit feedback at you in the future. But believe it or not, your brain has other information in there than what's wrong with you. It's smart enough to look for what's right with you, too. You just have to give it the order to start looking for it. Now, at first, your mind might be sluggish to give you answers when you do this exercise. The little librarian, if you can imagine a librarian in your mind, as soon as you ask a question, right? I just pictured a little lady walking around. 
The little librarian that's been organizing everything in her filing system has a clear shot to all the repeated answers you've been doing over the years, right? She's like, oh, I've gotten this question several times. I know exactly where this is. So I want you to just be aware that when you start asking new questions, that little librarian, she's she's going to go look for the answers when you ask a question. But when you tell her, she might go, oh, well, this one might be archived in the back. I'm not 100% sure where this is. This might take me a few minutes, but, you know, to find something on this topic. But let me go look. Your brain will always go look. <laughs> it just might take it a little bit to come up with it if it's something you haven't been practicing. And I want to tell you about that so that you know and can expect it and that it's okay. Don't be surprised. Just allow that process to happen. After a while, when you keep asking that little librarian to go and find that same file, she'll get quicker at it. And then once she gets the root down, easy peasy. It'll be as easy as it's been with all the other questions that you've been asking lately. So your takeaway is what? Your takeaway is stop asking yourself questions that don't help build your confidence and start asking new ones. Make your mind work for you instead of against you. All right, my lovely ladies, go out there, be bold, be vibrant, and I will talk to you guys next week. Hey girl, if any of this resonated with you, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, visit www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. Once again, that's www.crystalmorgancoaching.com. See you next week.